Welcome to the Verite Podcast. My name is Sheena Souza, and I am honored to share my truth with you. The truth as I know it, what I have discovered and am discovering along this journey of life. Some will be universal truths, and some will be entirely subjective. But my hope is that as you listen to this, you will discover your own truths as we are all living and loving and learning together. I'd like to discuss today the idea of giving our best, giving your best, the idea of sacrifice, and perhaps a little bit different take on it. I'm going to be quite frank, and I know some people may not like this, and that's okay, but this is, this is the truth of the matter, what I'm about to share and, and what I've observed over the years. We are so grateful to be serving at a mission in Haiti where we get several teams visiting a month from all over, from North America, from the world, all over the world, really, that come and want to advance the mission, right? They'll spend about a week, maybe sometimes even two weeks down in, in Haiti and bringing supplies, bringing what we need, items, because the cost, I mean, importing items into Haiti is very expensive, you guys. It's often two or three times the the price of the item, plus the import taxes, plus if you have a shady, you know, security guard that won't release it, like it's, it gets very expensive. And so we try to bring as many items as we can down with us when our family goes, because we make several trips throughout the year, but also have teams bring resources, you know, batteries and solar stuff and flashlights and, and medicine and diapers and just all these things that we have such easy access to here. We don't think about it. It's so needed down there. So, so we get a lot of teams that are willing and very generous in offering to, to donate items. Here's where it gets tricky and hard is we have and I've had many, many people, friends, family, acquaintances offer, hey, they, they'll, out of such good intentions, such beautiful intentions, hey, what is it that you need? What's the most current need you have? And, you know, I've said before, you know what? Our, we need shoes. The village needs shoes. The, the orphanage kids, they need shoes. You know, they're walking around barefoot. They're walking around with rips and tears and things just don't last very long in Haiti. You've got the weather, the humidity that breaks down items very quickly and things just don't last very long. And so, so I will put out there the needs and, and they're like, great. Okay. I'll, I'll go to the store and I'll, I'll drop some stuff off at your porch. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I can't tell you how many times this has happened where I come home and there's a several, one or several Dollar Tree bags on my porch from the dollar store. And I just shake my head and I go, you may as well just throw this in the trash. This is absolutely useless. And again, people have well, well intended intentions. They've got good intentions and they want to help, but it's, we often 
don't think about actually giving our best and sacrificing perhaps a little of what we want or what we may want this month and what we have budget for in order to give something that would be nicer, of better quality, that would last longer for someone else. It's so much easier to go to the Dollar Tree and spend 50 bucks and present lots of items and pat yourself on the back versus go to a, a better store and maybe only be able to provide one or two things but know that those one or two things would make far more of a difference and an impact, a longer lasting impact than just crap from the dollar store. And the first couple years, when you're in a position of receiving donations, you can't say this to people. You can't say, why did you bring me crap? <laughs> you can't say that. And so you say thank you. And you internally sigh or roll your eyes and you take the stuff anyway and it breaks within an hour and you know it's useless. And two years of that, after two years of that, I had had enough. I said, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. It is doing not only the Haitians a disservice, it's doing the giver a disservice. They should know. It's actually my fault. If I'm not saying anything, they, I should say something. And so in the last year or so, I've gotten a bit more bold with people wanting to give things. And I straight up say, please don't go to the dollar store. If, if you're going to do that, don't even buy anything. It's a waste of money. Please, please consider giving your best. Give something of value. And you can't call it giving or sacrifice, if it doesn't hurt a little bit, if it doesn't sting, if it doesn't hurt your budget a little bit, in my, in my opinion, I don't think that's actually giving. For a millionaire to throw 150 bucks at something, or even $1,000, is that actually true giving? I, I would argue that it's not. For a single mom on welfare, and she throws 150 bucks at something, is that giving? Absolutely. She has sacrificed, and she feels the sting of it. It actually costs her something. If it doesn't cost you anything, you guys, you can't call it giving. You can't call it sacrifice. I remember... My second time to Haiti, I, I shared in my one of the earlier podcasts about Betsaika, the girl that I met my first trip. And so it had been a year since I saw her last, and I was so excited to see her. So excited. I was kind of wondering, like I'd only spent five days with her. I was wondering if she would remember me, and, and my husband had come with me on that trip. It was his first time. So we finally get to the village, to Karyas. And she wasn't at the orphanage anymore. She was back with her mother. And so I had asked a nanny at the orphanage. I said, hey, do you, do you know Betsaika? Um, and of course, they don't speak English. So I, I hadn't learned Creole at that point. 
And so I'm showing a picture and I'm like, do you know this girl, Betsyka, Betsyka? And one of the nannies said yes, and she showed me where she lived. She lived very close to the orphanage, so I was super excited. So she takes me over there, and it was, oh, it was one of the best reunions ever. I sometimes I wish podcasts could be video because I could show you some pictures or, or of that moment. It was a beautiful moment, and and she held me and she she cried. She was so happy. I got to meet her mother and spent a couple of days with her before I had to leave and really just focused the, the few days I had that trip in Karyas because we had went to another part of Haiti as well, but I only had a couple of days in Karyas and so I really spent it on loving her and seeing her and making sure that she was seen by me. And at the end of the trip, you know, when, when you go to an orphanage, you, you want to give the kids stuff, right? Things that they don't normally have. And oftentimes that's snacks or candy or little, you know, food snacks from America that they don't typically get there. And so we're given what we can. And I'm like, oh, I've got to, I got to give this girl something to know how much she means to me. Like something like, what do, what do I have? Like, I, I don't have anything. And <laughs> I I have worn a gold chain since middle school. And it's 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 real gold, it's a real gold chain and I never took it off and I I don't know, started wearing it in 8th grade. And I'm just I'm a very simple girl when it comes to jewelry, always have been. And I've always worn this. It's just it's simple, it's it's who I am, it's it's me. And I was wearing it obviously. And once again, I felt God speak to my heart and say, take this off and give it to her. And then, you know, the rational part of me was like, well, will she even understand what it's worth? Like, like does she even know how much this means to me? <laughs> she doesn't know. I don't speak the language. Like, how can I tell her? I've had this necklace for, you know, 15, 20 years and, and worn it every single day, year after year. And I, now I'm giving it to her, a child, right? I'm thinking, my rational mind is thinking, don't do this. Like, she won't understand the value or the cost of it. It's too important to you. And you guys, that's the whole point. It was so important to me. And I wanted her to have it. I wanted some sort of symbolic gesture to for her to go, wow, this this, this girl really cares about me. And it was an act of faith because I didn't know if that's how she would receive it, if she would even, you know, have that understanding. So it was our last day and I, and I had seen, she had played with it before, you know, when your kid, I mean, all the Haitians, they just like, they can't help but touch you and touch your hair. Like if you value your personal space, you'll have a hard time in Haiti. And I do, I value my personal space and it, it, it's hard sometimes because they're constantly touching you. And so she was, she had been touching my necklace. And so the last day I took it off and I put it on her and she smiled so big and, and that was that. And then I said goodbye and I didn't see her for a few more months until we took our girls back. And when I saw her again, a few months later, she was still wearing it. And I was like, wow, okay, maybe she does understand that, like, 
it's actually it's it's jewelry. It's not like cosmetic jewelry where what what they wear down there. It's a, it's a fine piece of jewelry. And so I was like, okay, that was a that was a good decision. And it didn't stop there. Even if it had stopped there, that was enough lesson for me to know the 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 value of giving your best, not giving some little trinket from Target that they may or may not wear, but something of value to you. That was enough right there. But then after she died, she died a few years later, and that will be probably a separate podcast because there was a lot I learned within that, within that experience. But after she died, I, um, her mother started wearing it and has not taken it off since. And she died two years ago, three years ago now. And her mother, you know, in, in desperate times in any culture, you'll, you'll do what it takes to survive and you'll sell off, sell off whatever you can to eat. And they've gone through some hard times for sure. As many, many Haitians have times of, you know, real being really in need. And she has hung on to that necklace and not sold it. And that has really spoken to me. And every time I see her in the village, she's always wearing it. And it's just this, this beautiful reminder for me to always give what costs me something. So I challenge all of us, before you sign up to give something, the next time you think you're doing this great service and give yourself a pat on the back, stop and go, am I actually going to feel this? Am I going to feel, is it going to sting a little bit? Because it should. I think it should. Yep. I think that's all I have to say about that right now. I will. I will share about Brett Saika's death in another episode. Um, and I can't wait to see her again one day. But yes, let us all give and give our best. Let sacrifice actually mean something or else we can't call it sacrifice. Sacrifice.